0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Manchester is Red podcast for the Manchester Evening News. I'm your host Rich Faye and I'm joined for a summer special. The sun is out, he's in his vest, he's got his sun cream lotion on, down at all? tool, he's back. Was he ever here? Who knows? <laughs> but... Dan, nice to have you. Thanks for having me on. You are—you have gone red, maybe not from the sunshine, but <laughs> almost embarrassment that you've been—you've been welcome back to the Manchester Red Podcast. Delighted to be here. That's what we like to hear. And Dom, you're becoming somewhat of a first team regular, keeping my place. Doing yeah. My best. verdict's still out. Press He's a bit like, bit like Eric Bailly. promising signs so far, but it could end sure horribly. Know. Who knows? Uh, today's summer special. We're going to talk about the transfer window mainly. Uh, it's been quite a slow start to the window, but United have never really traditionally signed many players. Before uh, before the start of June, uh, we're now into it. Uh, Dan, are you surprised by how slow United's uh, transfer dealings have been considering they've had so long to identify who they want and why?
1: Yeah, I think it's far from ideal, especially with the season starting so early, the transfer ending early again this this um, this summer. Uh, but I think it's symptomatic of you know the, the failings that are in place at United at the minute. They don't have a director of football in, however you want to dress it up, technical director. Um, you know they made a rash decision on Solskjaer. Has he, you know, had time to discuss things with Ed Woodward? Is Ed Woodward going to listen to him? I, th- I think we're seeing all those issues coming out now. Um, I think if United were a slick outfit, a slip operation behind the scenes, I think a lot more would have been done by now, and that they've had the time to to sort it. But you know, uh, I think the, the one thing is that at least we know that their priority is going to be bringing in young British players. At least we know there is a strategy of some sort there. Do you think they've? S- do you think the strategy does help United or do you think
0: it restricts them in the fact that they've almost shot themselves in the foot that everyone's going to be expecting
1: these young British players? Or Well, we don't know who's going to stay yet. We don't know what the the you know the bare bones of United is going to be. Is De Gea going to stay? Uh, is Juan Mata going to stay? Is Lukaku going to be there? Is Pogba going to be there? I don't know. We don't know at all, do we? Um well, yeah, I think it's, it's an interesting way of doing things. But I think the players have to be good enough. It can't just be, oh, we're going to have some young, hung, hungry talent in there. They have to have the ability. Uh, do we do we know if Daniel James is good enough to play for United yet? Possibly not. Is he is he the sort of player who's going to come in and straight away make a difference? Maybe not. He reminds uh, me a lot of sort of Diego Delo coming yeah. in last summer, just to bolster
0: the sort of squad and be one viewed with the first team, especially because the role he fills is predominantly a left winger again isn't he we were saying last summer how the last thing they needed was a left winger and they went and bought Alexis Sanchez as well so like you said it's interesting Again, I guess Dom, as Dan said, it's, there's still so many players at United who have uncertainty and maybe question marks over the, their future anyway at the club.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Paul Pogba situation is still not no longer, no clearer than it ever has been really. And there seems to be more links to Real Madrid, Juventus also being linked with signing him again. What a strange career that would be if he'd been from United to Juventus, from United to Juventus. Um, De Gea I think like Dan said we don't know where that's going at the moment uh, United have started to be linked with potential goalkeepers to replace De Gea um, that you'd think they need to replace De Gea although Sergio Romero is obviously quite a good number two. I think United probably have to make those decisions on outgoings before they can really make the incoming decision because I think Solskjaer has said maybe rightly that there's not going to be a huge amount of signings there's not going to be five or six maybe three or four which is contrary to what fans may want but United, therefore, will have to sort of get get rid, make room for players in their squad, and then bring in the right people. Maybe James is a bit of a, a bit of an anomaly. You could bring him in, like you say, to bolster the squad, someone, someone for the future. Um, but when it comes to you know the real key uh, marquee names, if it's going to be a delict or a Rabio, someone of, of that calibre, United have to be sure where their place is going to be in the squad. Yeah, like you said, it's about
0: balancing the books so I you because know, there's so many players they wanted to get rid of maybe last summer as well that they couldn't quite get rid of. While well, we're on Paul Pogba, damn, um, we know from United's point of view he's so marketable they wouldn't ever want to sell him for less than they paid anyway, which is a club record fee. Do you think he would be replaceable for United? Do you think he is someone they'd even consider selling or do you think it is just Real Madrid need players? Of course it's
1: going to be Pogba they're linked with. Well, from a marketable, as you say, from the, from that stance, you'd never sell him, would you? Because no one's going to sell more shirts and will football than Paul Pogba. Um, so from that side of things, no, you wouldn't sell him. But if you look for it from a, a purely football perspective, United's midfield is broken. It needs some serious engineering. You need players who complement each other. Now, do you go down the route of, we're going to get players in to compliment Pogba, but you know he's not entirely happy at United? If he was happy, you wouldn't have the rumours with... Juventus won't have it with Real Madrid. I think with probably you get the impression that he's not the sort of player who's going to be there till the rest of his for the end of his you know till the end of his career. Do you? So do you cash in now and get three or four top quality central midfielders who bounce off each other, who fit into a system? Do, do we know what this United system is yet? For him, that's more of a glaring yeah, errors, is, like is, is it a four four two diamond? Is it a four three three? That needs
0: to get And even Solskjaer, will he want to go back to a four four two that he enjoyed all his success under and mm. stuff? It's
2: still so unclear. And like you said, Pogba. I think with Pogba, sorry, is that United have been linked with Rabiot, who seems like an attractive proposition, free transfer, 23 years old. But you don't think it's. Do you not think Rab... I get everything that's said about Rabiot, but do you
0: not think the f- fact that he is a contract rebel... and he's the fact another Pogba is what I was going yeah. to say.
2: Yeah, so you don't really want... You maybe just want one of them. Yeah. So maybe Rabiot is a Pogba replacement rather than someone's come in and fit alongside Pogba. And Don Dombele is the is the player that you would think would fit alongside Pogba because he's more defensive-minded, plays with him for France. I think United fans were all over social media the other day when they teamed up... Uh, Pogba passed the ball Pogba, Pogba passed the Pogba forward, did a good. Dan. he did a successful pass and everyone went mental for it but no on a serious note I, I think United need to make their signings regardless of uh, of Pogba he's the one anomaly to this incoming outgoings balancing the books I think they need to plan maybe for a future without Pogba because there's no guarantees that he's going to stick around if, if he doesn't leave this summer, might be it might be next summer. You know, if there's a big contract offer coming his way, we know what I Mina mean, Riolà Rai- is like. Yeah, he's got so his ban at the moment, hasn't he? In Italy and he's got England, a ban, yeah. so and that just complicates
0: everything a bit more as well. We're not really too sure how that's going to work. Uh, Dan, one player that you've been writing about as well in the past, Herrera, he's gone now. He's going to PSG. It looks like, mm. but like. Dom said, Rabiot doesn't seem like someone who would come in maybe and replace Herrera. Do you think United need to buy a mid- midfielder to replace Herrera or do you think someone like Fred or McTominay could actually make the first team roll themselves?
1: Uh, I don't think he was a world beater by any stretch Herrera uh, but he's very useful in that squad in that he'd bring the energy to midfield he, he was a leader on the pitch I think Mourinho was one who, who spotted that as did Louis van Gaal um, but yeah he, he probably was dispensable in terms of visibility but you know his influence off the pitch at United uh, I, I think he was one that you know the players would look, look up to um, he'd, he'd fit into most systems he was versatile uh, so I think he will be quite, quite difficult to replace um, I don't know too much about Rabiot but he hasn't played for a year you know, what influence is that going to have on his performances next season, wherever he ends up? You know, it's, it's a, lot, it's a yeah. long, ch- chunkier career to miss when, you, when you're this age. Well, listeners will year. know, I missed two months of
0: a knee injury before I came up to five-a-side.
1: Brushed it off, it was fine, but,
0: but we'll <laughs> We're see. We're not going to talk about that. We're not <laughs> going to talk that. turn he did over me in the first five minutes it's the week. Don, Bo- Don Booth is very good So seven <laughs> shots, so we'll, we can justify that. Uh, Don, I guess... Like we said, then, uh, talking about Herrera, I know you did a piece all today, uh, Dan Murphy, Danny Murphy came out and said that he's similar to sort of Henderson. And I guess maybe the argument from a point, fan's point of view would be Liverpool have just won a Champions League with a midfield, which there's not really maybe the superstar name. I know the fact is, and the temptation is of United, you always want to sign the best player available. But I guess maybe even with the Dan James transfer and some of the other players we'll get onto later the fact is you maybe have to think outside the box to, to get players who can buy into the philosophy that United DNA we hear about
2: well never mind the United DNA I do think it is a good point that you don't need star names and that United probably need to replace Herrera more as a character and as a leader rather than a player he's not um, he's not a top bracket midfielder for me I think he's a very good player Herrera and I, th- I think he he had a lot of skills um on the pitch but I think United are lacking leaders It sounds an obvious thing to say Um, I don't think Pogba is a leader no matter what um, people have suggested about him getting the captaincy and things like that so I think yeah United need to need to look at their structure need to look at a character who could come in um, and who can lead from the front you know, there's probably there's probably a fair few of those out there who aren't top quality players, but are at least leaders, characters who can come in and make a difference. In
0: terms of Pogba, it's the last bit on him, Dan. You, I mean, it seems from the outside he seems a lot happier when he's playing with France. He seems to be more relaxed, seems to play better football, just seems to be a more rounded player. It's because Kurt Zuma's there, I think. yeah. What, what do you think the reason is? Do
1: you think it is because of camaraderie and gets on better with his compatriots, or, or, or I, I think I think the France team suits him a lot more in that he's got say by him. He can do his running for him. He can do his defending for him. You know, so it's, it's a nice system that they play in. Uh, he's got players in front of him who can you know make consistent, intelligent runs. I think he, he feels more comfortable because he can trust the player players around him a lot more. They're a higher quality team, high, higher quality players. Uh, so that, I think that's you know why he's he's more at ease. Uh, with the France team, but but just going back to whether he'd, he'd stay at United, uh, I'm not too sure he will. You know, because well, the, the way I, I understand is that Solskjaer wants players to be made like stars to be made at United rather than come in as stars. Pogba is a star, uh, Kane's United is a star, and he'll you know he, he's attractive to, to teams like Real Madrid and Juventus, you know, for that star quality. But if you're going to build a team from scratch, which is what Solskjaer needs to do. You don't get your stars in dear you get players who are going to bounce off each other who are going to play in a team, a team that will make them a star I think that could be you know, pretty important going forward in Pogba's career in that a factory reset if you like which is what United need requires players like that to go almost doesn't it to, to remould a new side so I wouldn't be surprised to see him go at all possibly this summer you hurt me. No, you haven't it first all, but it's going to be interesting to see how that
0: one develops. Another player, we've always spoken about De Gea a bit, but Romelu Lukaku seems quite heavily linked with a move away. United fans would be maybe divided on Lukaku leaving, if he was to leave this summer, Don because whether you like him or not, he's a divisive figure, he polarises supporters. He does score a lot of goals. He's United's maybe most natural forward in that sort of aspect. Maybe the one centre forward you'd look to. Um, do you think he would be replaceable for United this summer or do you think it's a position they'd rather not have to worry about maybe until next year?
2: I think it is a position they'd rather not worry about. I'm writing a piece actually for um, for tomorrow about um, whether United actually would need to replace Lukaku if he went. Solskjaer seems to be a big fan of Mason Greenwood. We've got um, Rashford and Martial waiting there who have underperformed um, during the last couple of months of the season. Solskjaer probably hope to get more out of them. So I think United would probably like to keep Lukaku, keep him as an option, keep those goals. Maybe what Solskjaer would look to do would be to plan for life without him, maybe have six months until January or, or season, um, giving Greenwood some more games and then maybe allow Lukaku to leave in 12, 12 months. I don't know. The, the interest seems to be genuine from Inter. So I think if the offer's on the table, what do you think, Dan? I think United might take it. If it's, good, yeah, well, if it's good
1: enough money. You don't get the impression that he's overly happy at United, do you? Ever since Solskjaer's come in, he's not been first choice by a long, a long shock, has he? Um, Which is almost ironic because his most crowning moment in that shirt comes a Solskjaer
0: PSG away. Mm. But like you say, he's not someone yeah. who's been happy. He's not maybe had a consistent role. He's spoken no. in the past about Italy.
1: He seems to be a player. He definitely wants to play there at some point. And- I don't think he fits overly well into the way yeah, It seems say. he wants to play. He seems to want to play counter-attacking football. And as quick as Lukaku is over 20 yards he's not got that five yards pace has he just to, no. to to make a run there
2: and those two forwards in Solskjaer's system actually has to do quite a bit mm. making runs out wide and defending a little bit as well and I don't think Lukaku quite fits in that right hand side do forward. you too think that
0: Solskjaer's in do you, when Solskjaer looks at this United team do you think he is trying to just mould it onto the team he played in do you think that is maybe the decisions because Lukaku's not the type of player maybe he ever played with. he's not the type of striker that would have maybe worked in that treble winning side mm. do you think it do you think that plays into his
1: mind at Solskjaer's own experiences at United? That's what he's trying to bring back? Or? I think he's definitely looking for a counter attacking team. Um, I, I think, you know, when the, the state of affairs uh, when Mourinho left, it was very much a defensive side, soak up the pressure. And yes, he would play on the counter attack, but maybe not with, with as much risk. Mm. So, so I think that's what Solskjaer brought back in. He, he brought back in that, you know,. Um, Going forward at all costs, really. Uh, he, Mourinho probably didn't have too much confidence in what was left behind in, in his defence. Um, I, I think when United get the defence right, I think Sorcha will have more confidence than maybe he did at the end of the season. Do you still think centre backs the the main signing then the summer United? I, I think you build any great team from the back, don't you? And United haven't had a brilliant defensive line since you know before the end of Sir Alex's yeah, decade, standard, isn't it? Really, result, so Yeah. So uh, you know they never replaced Ferdinand and Vidic. Um, so I think until that gets sorted um, and whether or not De Gea stays, I think that'll be sort of making or breaking of United's rebuild, getting mm. the defence right. Right. Today's teaser oh, isn't go. a question.
0: Well, it is a question. I'm going to give you nine players. And after the break, I want you, to, you two to decide if there will be good signings for United this summer. These are nine free transfers United could get wouldn't cost a penny other than maybe agent fees and getting them signed or whatever, and then weekly wage. So I'm going to give you the nine names. We'll have a break, and I want you to decide, and I want agreement on all nine players. So, Daniel Sturridge, Yasin Brahimi, Gary Cahill, Frank Rebery, Ian Robin, that guy Danny Welbeck, Adrian Rabiot, Felipe Luiz, and Max Cruz. We'll be back shortly, and I want definitive answers. Hello and welcome back to the Manchester's Red podcast. I'm sure you're still confused by whatever that question was. It's one of Ash Barami, our producer's trademark teaser questions. You,
2: a good one from Ash, to be
0: yeah. So nine players, all available on free transfer. Oh, We'll let the audience decide if it's a good one. Okay, yes. we'll see. In the comments. Uh, nine nine players available and free this summer. Would you sign any of them, at United? Number one, Daniel Sturridge. Yes or no? No No Broken Broken Injury record yeah. Not really got the best Past City Chelsea Liverpool it's Probably not going to go down well At Old Trafford Yassine Brahimi He was I think he was African player of the year A few years ago Wasn't he Porto Algerian Left winger No
1: Got plenty of left, winger. not,
0: not left wingers Not what it United need yeah. Gary Cahill You said centre back Was the most important position not for me, Gary Cahill, over the hill. Not for me, Kyle. Gary, over the hill. <laughs> over the hill, Cahill. Over the over the Cahill. We got there in the end. Frank Ribery, uh,
1: 34 now. I think I, he's. I'd, yeah. I'd probably say Robin over Ribery personally.
2: Neither Robin or Ribery for me.
1: Would you choose Rob? Because I wrote a piece a few weeks ago,
0: and I I would go for Robin for a year, right winger. United don't have any of them. Yeah, I think for a year, and t- and then maybe you could get someone like Sancho next summer. Mm. I think as a stopgap saves you money on transfer fee Mm.
1: that's my one worry with United's uh, seeming intention of bringing young players in I think you you do need that bridge yeah it's uh, the fact you don't have to pay over the odds just to get someone yeah. this summer. win he, even Sancho has been brilliant for Borussia Dortmund he's, he's got his chance with England. But oh. then to think he's going to just be a world beat United. It's the same with Mason Greenwood. You got to let these players bed in, and Callum Hudson Odoi as well. You, you see Sarri getting pelted at Chelsea for not giving him all the opportunities, but you can't chuck them in straight away because you can easily damage a player by doing yeah. that kind. And even having a
0: big impact can almost kill a player. Obviously, it happens to Yanazai Maceda. Yeah. These players, if you have that one moment,
1: it can almost yeah. define your career. Well, was seen as a saviour, wasn't he? For those yeah. goals at Sunderland you know and then it's quite a good end to the season he looks good end to the right. season he's gotten David Moyes side there but you know by gets all accounts, the number 11 shirt and people maybe start thinking maybe a bit soon for that goes to his head a little bit before you know it he's, he's not there James Wilson he bursts onto the scene he gets a four year deal yes injuries have played a part in him but you know where is he now he looks set to be released at the end of the season so you know uh, a bit cautious yeah
0: another, another player who scored his Premier League debut Danny Welbeck free this summer either you want to see that guy Welbs come back to Old Trafford made of glass again
2: yeah, I'm not sure. yeah I, I had such high hopes at Welbeck a few years ago I genuinely thought he was you know an integral squad member for United but it's just yeah injuries well, have just played their part yeah. Mourinho always
0: said that he'd never have sold Welbeck and Hernandez uh, Welbeck worked really hard I
2: thought mm. for the team and he got United you know but the United DNA yeah. it's flowing through the veins did well uh, for England as well uh, yeah no, next next one though please
0: yeah also one the last thing on Welbeck do you think he'd be forgiven for celebrating that Arsenal FA Cup winner at Old Trafford
2: I'd forgive him for that I th- I'm I'm not in favour of players holding their hands up, yeah. pretending yeah. to be restrained when celebrating against their former clubs yeah. Um, I wonder if producer yeah. Ash
0: had the same feelings when Giroud headed in against Arsenal well in he Europa celebrated finals. wildly
2: didn't he Giroud so, uh, <laughs> Got to right so
0: good luck to opinion. him
2: yeah
0: Number 7 was Adjur Rabio. I think that's two yeses on that. Or
1: were you still cautious, Dan? Cuz he said a year without playing it is through f- it ignorance don't know enough about him and he's not been out he's not been there for a, a good year. Yeah. So maybe another club then United. Big take for me for Rabio.
0: Really, you don't think... Because you mentioned as well maybe the the fact that he's a bit of a Pogba in terms of his maybe diva status and sort
2: of that celebrity. And in my ideal world, United get rid of Pogba and bring in Rabio, save themselves £100 million and invest that in uh, Matthias DeLict. but There in, you go, that's that's my that's my United transfer another utopian. thing, FIFA would be so good, wouldn't it? If it was, if It'd it it would be great, like, wouldn't it? Free yeah.
1: transfers... I'm, am I right in thinking that he'd go for free then this season? He's, he's not agreed. Here, words, he's not yeah. agreed to contract, has yeah. he? Well, you get another situation whereby you've got Sanchez on four hundred, five hundred grand a week, upsetting the wage structure. I think that's played a big part this season. You, you've seen Mata and Herrera made demands in relation to Sanchez. You know, it upsets everything, so...
2: Rabiot is six it, years younger than Herrera, though. It is. Six years younger than Sanchez. He's upsetting the wage structure with yes, player the player like
1: implications, him. isn't it, that it
2: has?
0: Yeah. Because the temptation is, if you've not got a transfer fee to pay, give him some more wage to compensate well, for, for they,
1: it. They will demand it, won't they? They'll yeah. say, right, you saved yourself £60 million here. Let's, so have, it. let's have that reflected in my wage. And then you've got a player who, he's not guaranteed to perform amazing well. And robotics. he wouldn't even be guaranteed to start. Exactly. And, and he he's a player a year's worth of... Double what you know, McTominay's on, for example. It's just going to. United need to avoid upset in in that regard. I think. Yeah. Number eight, Felipe Luis.
2: People I, think I mean they might need a left back option.
0: Yeah, they've been they they, they are considering a left back if, if there's one that comes available who's for the right price and the right suitability. But Felipe Luis, I mean, Luke Shaw will maybe need some, some help on the left side. You've got Deluxe who could play if they had to. Rojo seems keen on staying himself. If
2: he really had to could play. I'd be keen out on left. staying if I was on Rojo's <laughs> wage as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think Louise, no, but maybe a, another left back option. Yeah. And, and I, if you a younger left back, back and a right back
1: because you've got Ashley Young do you still think
0: do you think he's a versatile a player for both places or do you think one of each
1: or? well you, you see it at City you see Danilo how useful did he come in last season he'd yeah. play on either side you know I, I think it's what Damian could have been but it's not it's not played out for him that way has it but I think a versatile defender a la John O'Shea is key to any Successful. I mean,
0: you've side. heard it, John O'Shea. it. You, you look
1: at James Milner at
0: Liverpool. Yeah. Right back. It's these fields. sort of utility players are yeah. so useful. And you always remember these great Ferguson United teams had them. They always had some. Park, Phil yeah. Neville. Phil Neville. People yeah. who just happy to play for the shirt and will play wherever they're required. Last one. I don't know who he is. Dom doesn't know who he is. Dan doesn't know who he is. Producer <laughs> Ash kind of knows who he is. Max Cruz, two knows. I'm guessing, for this one. He sounds like a football manager regen player. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing that's what Asher's gotten from because he absolutely, absolutely loves football manager <laughs> and he's
2: giggling to himself. I think so, the only free transfer that they should consider for me is is, is, Rab- is Rabio. I get the Robin thing, but if United are looking at free transfers, then it says a lot about um, where they're at in terms of transfer strategy, they need to be risking some money for some young players, some young British players like Solsha says. Mm. So, um, yeah, free free transfers probably scraping the barrel a little bit for me. Speaking of free transfers, would you let um, De Gea go for free next summer, rather than or would you sell him rather than that? selling him this summer? I think if you get a replacement lined up, which. Again, again, it comes down to have United's decision-makers got these contingency plans in place.
0: Well, have they got any plans in well, place, yeah. I guess,
2: is, is the big question if they've, as got, well. if they've got a replacement for De Gea, and I think they're, they're linked with the um, Lille goalkeeper Manon, today. Yeah. Mignon, I mean, he sounds like he's had a great season. If yeah, they the linked to Onana as well, Yeah, Ajax. if they get someone like that in place, then I'd sell De Gea now, because I don't think he's going to sign a new contract there I think we've reached the end of the road with him, so... A smart United board, a smart United manager would go right. You're gone. Who's the next person in? Ferguson did that, did it time and time again. So, I'd be tempted with the hair. This is only two questions and more. We're we'll going to come on to Dean
0: Henson in a second in terms of this, Dan. But do you think that's maybe something that United need to be? This, time? we always say they're ruthless, but not in just terms of getting rid of squad players that need more. But superstars, De Gea, Pogba. If you're not maybe wanting to be at the club, just get rid of them, even if they are considered the two
1: world class players at the club well yeah the, the club has got to come before anything else at United and you've seen it previously I think it was 1996 you see Paul Ince go big star you see Mark Hughes go big risk that from Trax Ferguson but you know the next season he's bringing the youngsters in and you know it was, it was quite revolutionary to that side wasn't it uh, the hey I'd worry about because uh, yes he's had a poor probably 18 months <laughs> But he's, he's still the best permanent goalkeeper. He's still, a slash, in terms been, of talent, in terms of shot stopping ability, yes, I'd say. Um, probably not the best with his feet or, or distribution. Full stop. No, but um, in terms of shot saving, that's what goalkeeper is there. A to very, view. very good goalkeeper. But for him, is it, it now? probably the best time to go. I'd say um, PSG want him, uh, but I think his concern would be that United are really a professionally all that he knows. Yeah. So So does he? give that up he's not loved in Spain like he is and he loves England. the United fans he has got he a good, United good, fans, yeah. they, good camaraderie with them they, they do and he would not get that in Spain you've seen it with the national team how he gets treated there um, I feel like I was pretty sorted out there they've got all black on not they? Real Madrid have got Courtois so is there anywhere really in in Spain he could go no do you go to France do you play in Ligue 1 which is a poor league but you get the chance to win the Champions League but do you do you go for five or six big games a year It'll be interesting to see what his thoughts are on that because you'd expect a decision fairly fairly soon, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, especially from that point of view as well, not just from the players, but mm. they, they, I know Dom said there as well that they've got Romero who's a good number two but also Dean Henderson uh, understands he's still target for Sheffield United they want him another season long loan mm. for on their promotion to the Premier League mm. what, what do you expect from, from Dean Henderson's I think United he career
1: I, I think he'll go Sheffield United, Sheffield United next summer it sounds like he's well United are keen to give him a new deal because he's got a year remaining on his contract and United have got the option of a year but that would effectively take him to a Bosman and you mm. don't want to lose a player who's worth you know been north of twenty t- million because yeah. you've seen how much Angus Gunn went for. Yeah, um, and probably he probably is England's number three goalkeeper now. Isn't yeah, well,
0: Gareth Southgate said in the in yeah. last November that he's got he's going
1: to call them up soon. Yeah, it's after this, you, you after this, this summer, probably Jack Butland at Stoke. Gone down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably below henderson in the pecking order really isn't it on, on performances uh but i'd expect I, w- I wouldn't expect him to see him at united next season in the first team i'd expect him to go to sheffield united and get a premier league a full campaign yeah. of premier league football under his belt before probably he's ready for, for for you know being in contention for a starting berth at united i guess another player who's in a similar position
0: to that is axel twanzaby as well uh I know Villa would be keen to keep him next season as well, if possible. But uh, following his promotion to the Premier League with Villa, uh, what do you think his future holds at United? He's going to have a chance on the pre-season tour, we believe. But do you think he's a player who can actually make a difference to United? Or do you think that's just being sentimental and they need to buy someone like De Litt this summer?
2: I don't think it's sentimental to think yeah, I think it's just purely... Because he's a player who's been ravaged by injury as well. Yeah, do you I not think it's that... a little bit of desperation from United fans, just hoping that he's going to be the answer. Um, it's obviously a problem position for United in centre, back I think he'll get a chance on the pre-season tour Uh, I think United are going to find it very hard to get rid of some centre backs which they clearly do need to get rid of if they're going to give Twanzaby a chance if they're going to get a player in whether it's a Kudabali or a Delict or someone like that Um, so Twanzaby for me probably a squad player um, and there's nothing wrong with that I think that's that's fine United will need people like that he can fill in at right back or defensive midfield as well um, I can't see any more than that I think on Henderson though I'd, I'd be interested if Solskjaer does gamble if De Gea goes to then leave himself with Henderson right, yeah. and Romero I'm not sure that it would be too weak I think fans would like that. that I think that you know those two really go at it for the number one slot for a season you know Ferguson Ferguson did it with um, with Tim Howard and Roy Carroll I mean neither of those worked out but he was prepared to gamble it I think United won the league uh, one season with those two of 3 uh, yeah, as the, yeah as the keepers so it'd be a really interesting sort of test of Solskjaer's um, belief in youth um, if he was to give Henderson a chance one of a player that we've
0: seen that I'd linked with as well. Now it's James Madison looks like he's a, a target, at least someone they're considering for the summer window. Do you see that as, what is your opinion on it, Dan? Because James Madison, he's had one good season in the mm-hmm. Premies, he's looked impressive. He did have a spell where he sort of went off the boil a bit, uh, but he's got the set pieces. He's a, he's a player that fans like. He but sort of fits that bill that we said at the start
1: what, what do you think But I wonder where he'd fit into United's system because if they are going to go with a four-three-three, you know he's probably a number 10 isn't he Yeah. and you've seen how many number 10s have you seen come into United and you've you got high hopes from like Kagawa uh, Mata they've never really been at home have they so, so we'll, I think that's the sort of player who has to who, be, who is brought in for the system to play yeah. behind a striker but you know from what I know of United over the past few years, there's never really been a real home for a number 10, has there? You can't so. see Pogba and Madison in the same team mm. for, a, for a start. But I don't think yeah. they're working a three together by any stretch.
0: And you, and then some people would say put them out wide, but I don't think you've got a Lingard situation again, yeah.
2: That's the Matan Kagawa effect, yeah, which just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work. work,
0: yeah. And I guess that's, that's maybe a good point to end on is the fact that. United don't just need to buy good players, but players who actually fit the system.
2: system. Can, I, can I end with a James Madison uh, teaser for, for both of you? Of course you can. Um, how how many free kicks did James Madison score last season and how many free kicks did Manchester United score last season?
0: I've, I'm pretty sure I did a stats on free kick pieces recently. I can't quite remember. I remember... Um, in all competitions In the Premier League Sorry remember he scored League. A free kick on his England and 21's debut yeah. A last minute winner I think it was a bit like James Ward
1: Prowse in his free kicks yeah.
0: yeah So Madison scored Five I was going to say Okay And United scored Four United scored Three maybe Four of, each. United had Mata Juve
2: yeah. Rashford Cardiff Jammy In the Premier League uh, madison's beating united last season he got three united got two mm. so and i think madison scored one for in under 21s as well so set pieces you know yeah, you need saw to improve from set pieces yeah. rashford's free kicks have been pretty atrocious. yeah i saw a lot of united fans saying that that's one
0: one positive at least if we worth 60 million alone just to get the free kicks back on yeah. on target again but who knows it's a big summer ahead hopefully there'll be some more summer special podcasts hopefully dom and dan Won't be put off from joining us again next week. If selected. If selected, we shall know. We'll try and get a different teaser for next week as well, one less convoluted. But thank you very much for joining us today on the Manchester's Red podcast. Please make sure to leave a like and subscribe if you haven't already. And join us again next time.